1: Your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
2: Lift your Bible's up. We're going to make our confession of faith together. We got to get into this word. Anybody need a word from the Lord? Now, we say this together, so I need you to say it with me like an army. And because of the way this stage is set up, Y'all sometimes y'all be on fire. When I go back and look at the replays, y'all be on fire. The thing is, I can't hear you though up on the stage. Sound, whatever, all that. Okay. So I just need you to I just need you to talk loud to me. Okay. Now you said, Bishop, why? I just want to sit and learn. And that's great. Go back and watch the replay so you can get your notes. Um, But in this moment, in this moment, say atmospheres matter. Atmospheres matter. There's certain places Jesus didn't do certain things because the atmosphere they created. And God goes where He's celebrated, not where He's tolerated. He's surrounded by worship 24-7. Angels are flying back and forth. Holy, 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 holy. So why would he come to a cold dead service? You gotta give him what he's used to. You you listen to what I'm saying? He's used to noise. So the, I just like quiet church, but well, you gonna hate heaven, so go to hell. Because all they do all day is he good. All they do, all the increase. All they do, all they is only make away. Come on, lift your Bible. Let's make a presentation together. Let's say it together. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus name amen so God take over for these next few moments this is all about you tonight get the glory out of everything that happens in this building and online I take authority over this atmosphere and I pray against any distractions I pray against anything that would not allow us to focus on your word for these next few moments God this is the month where we will not get pumped let him who stole steal no longer I pray that tonight God you arrest all of us and speak clearly answer every single prayer tonight tonight. Tonight. night. And So every single prayer tonight, God, don't let us leave the same way that we came in here. Don't let us log off the same way that they logged on. God, I need the Holy Ghost to come do what he does now. Let the anointing break yokes. Come here, Isaiah, Tim. What's a yoke? It's a connection to something. Break every demonic connection. Break every demonic connection. Break every demonic connection. Break anything that's been attached to us. Get it up off of us. If it has no business going into to our future. I pray that we lead with clarity. I pray we lead with strength and I pray we lead with power. In Jesus' name, lift your hands. Worship God for five seconds right there. Go five. Four. Where's your sound, Atlanta? Three. Two. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout it again. Shout Hallelujah. On your way to your seat from somebody say you got the wrong one you got the wrong one you got the wrong one listen let's jump into this word tonight I teach in series at Harvest Church and the last two series of this year are to set you up to end 2023 strong and enter 2024 with more and expecting more say I'm expecting more this series is called Don't Get Punked. And what does that mean? The term punked, it literally means this it means to be intentionally fooled in some way. And for some of you, watch me, what the enemy used against you in October is not going to work in November. Yeah. It means to be intentionally fooled in some way, to trick or to deceive. If you look at Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.11, it's on the screen. It says this, less Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant. <laughs> we are not ignorant of his devices. In other words, he will always punk you and take advantage of you and trick you and deceive you if you do not understand how he works. So all this month, everybody say all month, all month. All this month, I'm going to expose his devices so you can defeat his devices. You better hear me. Let him who Still steal no longer i said this on wednesday often if you grew up in church you'd hear stuff like this i'm going into the enemy's camp and i'm gonna do what take back everything the devil stole let's be honest he didn't take anything you didn't willingly give y'all better hear me tonight and some of you you gave him your joy you gave him your peace you gave him your self esteem you gave him your peace of mind but guess what you about to do in the month of November everything I freely gave up because I didn't know his devices I'm getting that back this month I need you to make sure you sit next to somebody that's got a teaspoon of thuggery in them in the spirit that just simply means I will not be denied I've given up too much I've wasted too much time I've used too much of my days and my years and my energy and my strength and my skill and my expertise some things that did not produce or produce anything for me, but this month I'm making the decision I'm about to take it back. I need you to elbow somebody and say, I'm taking it back this month, this month. Uh-uh, wrong person. Find you somebody that when you say that, they shout about it. Elbow them say, I'm taking it back this month. And if I'm taking back what I gave, guess what that means? Increase. All right, let's go let's go let's go so 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 when i expose his devices to us this month it will allow us to defeat his devices and one of those devices that the enemy will try to use against us is that watch me you'll get punked by a punk okay Okay. what do you mean uh so the enemy and i open this up on wednesday you go back and watch the replay you can see part one in denver this morning uh from denver this morning uh is the enemy is a punk okay i'm gonna say it again Uh, he's a punk Okay, I'm going to say it again. He's a punk. Okay, all right. all right. When you understand the concept uh, of a punk, uh, a punk just simply means um, that he is something of no value. He's worthless. He's a skeezer. Wow. Listen, he, 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 he's a punk. He's, he, he, he needs you to think he's much bigger than he really is. He needs you to think he's got much more power than he really has. This is why the Bible says he walks around like a lion, seeking somebody he can devour, which means he can't get everybody. And since he's got to act like a lion, this means he's not a lion, but he just needs you to get scared of his roar. But I just wonder if there's anybody in the building, end the line, that knows that Proverbs 28 says that the righteous are as bold as a lion, which means every time he roars up at me, I'm going to roar right back. So, I taught you some things on Wednesday to open this up. Number one, I taught you that the devil is a sower. Genesis 8 22, while the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. So, the enemy believes in seed sowing more than most Christians do. And and this is bigger than money. You have to reap what you sow. Let's stop right there. Which is why you never have to worry about getting even with somebody because they're going to reap what they sowed eventually. Y'all ain't. I need some of y'all to stop. I'm going to clap back. I ain't got to clap back because you're going to reap what you sow. And you got the wrong one. You thought you could hurt me. You ain't got power like that. Because he's going to make you reap what it is that you sow. Because the neighbor says, stop trying to get even with people. Stop trying to get even with people. Tell them, say, stop trying to get even with people. Stop trying. No, they're going to have to reap what they sow. Watch me. But you're going to reap what you sow. So the loyalty that you sow, you're going to get some loyalty. The consistency that you sow, you're going to get some consistency. You will reap what you sow. So what does the devil do? He sows, he sits, then he seeds. And I showed you this with Eve, how he sowed something into her. Then he sat back, and then he saw the harvest of it, which was her disobedience. And the Bible says that she gave to her husband that was with her also, and he ate. In other words, watch me, through one seed, he corrupted all of humanity. You better hear me. And for some of you, he sowed seeds when you were a little boy. He sowed seeds when you were a little girl, hoping that he was going to cash in in your teenage years. Hoping he was going to cash in in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. Let's be honest. A lot of what you're dealing with as an adult is simply working out the issues that you had sown into you as a child. But here's the good news. If a seed was sown, a seed can be plucked up. And for some of y'all, there's some stuff this month, you're about to pluck that seed up out the ground. I know they said you weren't going to be nothing. The devil is a I know they said you're going to be just like your daddy. The devil is a I know they said that you're going to fail at everything you set your hand to. But the devil is a Let's go. He's more patient than us because he sat and waited on Eve to act. I taught you Judas, how he sowed into Judas. And when he sowed into Judas, the Bible literally says in Luke, the Bible says that, and Satan entered Judas. The Greek word there is eserkomai, It simply means that it was a thought that Judas was sown based on a conversation that he had. Pay attention. Words and actions are seeds. So you have to be careful the people you surround yourself with, the people you talk to, the people you communicate with, because you may think it's harmless and really the enemy is sowing something. Because Judas wasn't always disloyal. Can I teach? Judas wasn't always a liar. Judas wasn't always a thief. But when Satan entered him, he so deceived through a conversation that got him to betray Jesus. And he thought that he had Jesus. In fact, he felt sorrowful for what he did. He said, he's dead because of me. But I love Jesus because our Jesus ain't no punk. Our God ain't no punk. He said, you don't take my life. I'm offering it up and I'm giving it as a sacrifice. Judas' name, can I teach tonight? His name, Judas, it means peephole in a door. Which means every person around you is a door to something. Which means they're going to show you something in your future. And they're going to explain to you why you've been a subject of attack. The enemy does not attack something that has no value. And for some of you, watch me. You need to peep through the door of your Judases and say, "Why do you keep attacking me? Why do you keep coming after me?" Some of y'all, you need to listen to some of what your haters have to say, Bishop. Why? Because I need to know what it is that I'm really gifted at. Because I'm afflicted where I'm gifted. I'm anointed where I'm anointed. Where. Sometimes you need to hear what they're saying just so you know where your oil is. I wish you tell somebody next to you and say, you got some oil on you. You got some oil. What does that mean? You're anointed to do something. You're not trash. You're not a mistake. You're not a failure. You." so, 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 so Judas' name means "people in the door. And then his last name, his surname, Iscariot, means traitor. So he's Judas, the son of Iscariot, which means he's a "people in the door that's a traitor which means his name literally prophesies exactly who he would be. What's crazy is Jesus picked him. Listen, you pick your own Judah. You pick your own betrayer. You pick the people that are going to do you dirty, which means between now and the end of the year, you need to start looking at the people around you and say, watch me, do you belong in my future? Because if you don't, we ain't waiting until the new year for you to go. You can get your stuff, get your stuff, and I wish you'd elbow somebody close you and say, start cleaning house now. Start." Co- I ain't keeping nobody that don't want to be kept. You want to go, baby, you can go. You- let's go. I like that trap stuff. Listen, let's go. Right, listen. Satan is more patient than us because seed time and harvest requires patience. Let me help some of you tonight is that you've sown. You're in the middle of sitting. But while you're sitting and you're in the in-between time, don't let the in-between time be like you're doing time. Cause like I sold all of this, where's my harvest? Well, the bigger the harvest, that means the bigger the seed. The bigger the harvest, that also means the bigger the weight. This ain't for everybody, it's just for me and about 10 more of y'all in this building. You've sown so much. That your harvest couldn't come to you in a couple of weeks, a couple of months. But I want to prophesy to everybody under the sound of my voice, effective tonight. I pray that your harvest will begin to be released in your life. And what you've sown, somebody shout, I'm about to reap. The devil is a sower. He'll sow something into you and hope that it produces something crazy. He'll sow something in you and hope that it produces something crazy. And what you need to know silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. He'll sow, watch me, he'll sow some drama right before church. To try to to discourage you, distract you, get you off your game. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. He'll he'll sow some foolishness. And he's hoping he can get a harvest. Watch me. He'll sow some mess in your marriage. And now watch me. Watch me. He's leaving little pieces because he's trying to get you silly rabbit. Trixie for kids. And here's what's crazy. If you read this box, the box says this contains bio-engineered ingredients. Which means, Brian, this ain't even real. So what he sows isn't even edible. Which means it doesn't belong to me. And there's some seeds that have been sown. Watch me. It's like this black licorice. You just need to simply say, This don't, this ain't none of mine. You gonna die just like your mama. Oh, that ain't none of mine. You're gonna fail just like your cousin them. That ain't none of mine. I wish you look at somebody and just tell them, said that ain't none of mine. That ain't none of mine. You're never going to make it out of the community you grew up in. That ain't none of mine. You ain't never going to be a millionaire. That ain't none of mine. You're never going to finish that degree. That ain't none of mine. Uh-oh. You ain't never going to find love. That ain't none of (laughs) mine. Number two, the devil's an accuser. Say accuser. See, because I need to make sure you don't get punked by a punk. He's an accuser. And what he does is he'll throw stuff at you to see what sticks. And if you respond... the accusation, I got it. If you respond to the accusation, he'll know what sticks. Right? Uh, What's an accusation? It is a charge or a claim that someone has done something wrong. So what does the enemy want to get you to do? He wants you to be in the blame game. And when you're blamed, your life is lame. Okay, watch me. But to be lame means you can't move forward. And for some of you, you're so busy trying to figure out who was right and who was wrong. What you need to do is say, that doesn't even really matter anymore. Because the only thing I'm about to do is keep it moving. I I don't know who dropped the ball. I don't know what happened. But the only thing I'm about to do is keep it moving. I I wish you'd touch your neighbor and just make sure you sit next to a person of faith. Touch them say, keep it moving. moving. So he wants to get you into the blame game. He, 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 He shoots darts at you. Here, you come do it. He shoots darts at you he shoots darts at you he, he shoots accusations at you to see if it'll stick watch me, look at Revelation 12 while he's doing that, look at Revelation 12 he says, then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren look at the neighbor and say, he's accusing you okay, now, now watch me here's what he does Okay. Oh, that's good oh, but it didn't stick, that's exactly Play with me if you want to, Atlanta. That's exactly what it's supposed to happen. Say what you want to say, but it ain't gonna stick. Lie how you want to lie, but it ain't go. Gonna... Please touch your body and say it ain't gonna stick because the truth is you've not been perfect. None of us have. The truth is you've done some ratchet stuff. All of us have. You may have done everything they said you did, but you are not who they say you are. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away and all things are made. Let the redeemed of the Lord... Stop letting people use your past against you. Stop letting people use your mistakes against you. Well, you did this, I did that, and a whole lot more you don't know nothing about. But God. That's me. He fires it, but it can't stick. But here's what he does. He's an accuser. So he's trying to get you to play the blame game. So who is he accusing? He's accusing. He's accusing. The Bible says he stands before God day and night. So this means 24-7 he's trying to get you to play the blame game. Same thing he did with Adam in the garden. Where does he go? When God goes to Adam, he says, what have you done? Adam, what did you do? Well, the woman you gave me. Blame game. So, Adam, your life's going to be lame because you wanted to blame. All you need to do is just take responsibility and own your own stuff. See, watch me. Never let somebody hold something over you like they got leverage. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I know what you did last summer. Look, baby, I know what I did. Okay, yeah. No, never let somebody hold something over you like they're using it as leverage against you. Ready? It says he's the accuser of the brethren, so he'll accuse he'll accuse you to God. God, so and so said that um, Numbers fourteen twenty eight. Your word says that you'll give them exactly what they said. So, God, they said they were broke, so they have to be. broke. And then you're looking at the manifestation of your own mouth. He'll accuse you to one another. So you spend all your time fighting with one another instead of moving forward. And I don't know about you. Here's where I'm at in my life. If you want to say two plus two is 11, you know what I'm going to say? Great. Good for you. Good luck with that. Because what I'm not going to do is spend my time going back and forth with now. I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you, ninja. Ready? Okay, let's go, let's go. So then he tries to accuse, watch me, you to other people, other people to you, so you spend all your time fighting people. And then when you really think about it, it's really stupid because this, and hear me, Harvest, this is so important to me as as we're in these interest services because what comes out of these interest services will be what we launch our church with. And and, and then once we pour gasoline on it, baby, it's on. I ain't put no gas on it, but once I put some gas on it, we gonna put that good premium on it. and We going all the way, you ready? Oh, only premium, listen, you ready? It's a luxury automobile, you ready? But, but, but this is so important to me. I do not like, and I can't stand, people who all they want to do is fight one another. My oh my if we on the same team, we gotta fight together. Yeah. Come here, Big Mama Joe from Soul Food. One finger pointing the plane, don't have no impact. But when you ball up all them fingers into a fist, you can strike a mighty blow. Harvest got to be that fist. everybody 30 and under is totally lost. They're like, I do not know what he's talking about. Okay. okay, but then here's what he does. He'll accuse God to you. If God loved you, why are you going through this? If God loved you, why are you dealing with this? So now you're sitting up blaming God for something that God had nothing to do with. So you spend your whole day in accusations instead of acceleration. You better talk to me. I need you to make this declaration say, but from this day forward, I will not stay stuck in accusations. Say, I'm not blaming anybody. Say, I take responsibility for my own life. And from this day forward, come on, say it with some bass in your voice. Say, and from this day forward, I'm not accusing, I'm accelerating. Look at me. Satan sits in the presence of greatness. Listen to me carefully. So he knows when he sees it. This is why you and your bloodline have been a consistent target. Bishop, what do you mean he sits in the presence of greatness? Well, because the third thing I taught you is that the devil is an omni anything. Omni meaning all. Um, And then the suffix, omniscient, omniscient, science, knowledge, knowing, study of. Anything that you study always takes you back to God. So when people say science and God contradict one another, that's not true at all. There is no science without God because he's omniscience. Which means anything that can be studied will always take you back to God. Well, Bishop, I think it was a big bang, but who shot it off? Well, Bishop, I think we came from primordial soup. Well, who made the Campbell's? Y'all ain't gonna say that to me. Well, Bishop, I think we evolved from a monkey. Well, then who made the first monkey that we evolved from? See, anything that you study is gonna take you back to something you cannot explain. And his name is Jesus. <laughs> say, listen, I'm not anything. I'm omnipotent. Omnipotent. That's all powerful. See, say, a matter of fact, can I just show you? Say, show me, Bishop. Okay, look at Joel one and six. The sons of God. This was a phraseology um, that was used. Prior to uh, us being created, the archangels—there were seven of them, are seven of them—they were called the sons of God until we were made. Let me explain why the enemy hates you. Look at the enemy and say, "And he hates you." Uh, you didn't say it like a, like to some authority in your voice. Say, "Say, don't play with him because he hates you." Because yeah, see, because some of y'all, you've been playing with somebody that hates you, and whenever whenever you play games with somebody that hates you, you're gonna get played. You ready? You, you've been out here doing stuff you know you have no business doing thinking that you can play friendly with somebody that hates you not understanding he's just waiting on an opportunity to take you out but i don't know who this is for what the enemy planned to take you out with in the name of jesus please just the person next to you say we cancel every assignment of the enemy We. Uh, uh-uh, i need some faith people in the building right now because for some of you he was hoping that this was going to be your last thanksgiving but
0: let's go so,
2: so, so this phraseology, sons of God, was used to describe the archangels. There's seven of them. Say seven. seven. Then Adam was created. And when Adam was created, um, now all of a sudden, angels became servants, and now we became sons. Listen very carefully to me. See, when you look at the book of Job, the Bible is not in necessarily in chronological order. You see what's known as the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Those are all written by Moses. But one of the books that actually predates many of the things that happened in those books is the book of Job. This is why the Bible, um, when it's describing Job, it just says there was a, he was in a land of, the, of this particular geographic area. It couldn't even name it because it hadn't been named yet. So in Job chapter 1 verse 6, it says, When the sons of God, the archangels, came to present themselves before who? Before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. Pay attention. Who got invited to the staff meeting? The enemy. Now, why is this important? Notice what it calls him in Job. It calls him Satan. Can I teach for a moment? It doesn't use the terminology devil because that's a New Testament creation that was used for the Greco-Roman culture that was receiving the word because God wanted to make sure that the word was palatable to those that were receiving it. It is no, nothing different than us using lights, camera, action today to make sure that the word is palatable to the audience that we're ministering it to today because we serve a God that makes sure he knows how to feed us right where we're at. I'm so glad I got a God that knows how to meet me exactly where I'm at and give me exactly what I need. So pay attention. So what happens in the book of Job, we see him called Satan. Say Satan. The Hebrew phraseology is the word hasatan, which means the adversary, which means the celestial prosecutor. Pay attention. Which means his entire job in being invited to the meeting is to serve as a prosecutor. Watch me, that God uses in order to push you into purpose. I'll talk over here because these people don't shout. Which means the devil does not have all power. He gotta go to get permission. And I w- Okay. Okay. You ready? Look at your one six. Let me show you. Let me say, let me show you. The sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and the prosecutor came amongst them because heaven is a courtroom. Heaven is a courtroom. What is God called? Our judge. Let's start. Let's talk. Let's talk. What is Jesus called? Our counselor. That's the terminology for a defense attorney. He's called our advocate. That's the terminology for a defense attorney. And when the enemy throws accusations against you and I, and he asks, "How do you plead for your client?" Watch me. He doesn't plead not guilty. He doesn't plead guilty. He doesn't plead insanity. You know what he pleads? His blood. And he says, whatever charges and accusations you want to go against them, none of it's ever going to be able to stick because I covered them with my blood. And 2,000 years ago, when God stepped in a body, that body was called Jesus. Yes, you are. My body got on the cross and died so that you and I can have life and life more abundantly. But pay attention. I'm almost done. In the me- you still with me? In the meeting, in the meeting, the prosecutor comes. Because heaven is a courtroom. God is our judge; He's also our defense attorney, which means the whole case is stacked. Watch me in our favor. I want somebody say it's stacked in your favor. See, see, what I need you to see is that sure the devil has a whole lot that he could use, but when you compare that to the blood of Jesus, okay, let's go. It says, it says the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came. Among them, look at the next verse. God asked him, Where have you been? Look at this from going to and fro on the earth. Pay attention. So he's not omnipresent because he got to walk to get where he wants. Now, why is that simple fact so important for you to understand? Stop giving him more power than he really has because his whole goal is to make you think he can do what he can't do. Okay? I, so he has to get permission. Say permission. Now this is an important principle to understand because depending on how you grew up, you know, half a church would be about the devil this. The devil's attacking me. The devil's doing this. The devil's doing that. The, the devil, the reason I'm late. The devil this. Never devil that. Everything is the devil. But I want you to see something. In Job 1 and 12, the Lord says to Satan, Behold, which means look. All that he has, talking about Job, is in your power look at me Atlanta which means it wasn't in your power before so watch me so I have to give you permission in order to mess with one of my sons and daughters why is that good news because whatever God allows it's for your good come here yo and for his glory if God allowed it somebody say it's for his glory and my good now, you missed your praise, so let me back that thing up so that you can get your praise right through here. Because some of you are like, why am I going through this? Why did this happen to me? But look at me. God could have stopped it. God could have said no. God could have stepped in the way and blocked it. But if he didn't, why is that good news? Because if he gave the enemy permission, that means something's about to turn. And it's about to turn for my good. If he gave the devil permission, God's about to get the glory. For every person got something going on in your life right now. When you're like, God, why is this happening? I'm going to give you an opportunity to switch this thing into a praise. One, two, three, go. For his glory and for my good. 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 For Oh, and lamb. Elbow somebody say, it's about to turn for you. uh uh-uh, wrong one. Find another one. Just elbow him. Come here, elbow him and just say, it's about to turn for you. Christian, where are you getting that from? Because if you jaywalk, watch me, to the end of Job chapter 42, the Bible says, and God turned the captivity of Job, which means he allowed because he wanted to give Joe double what he had. I need somebody to just pop up out your seat, turn around one time, say it's about to turn for me. It's if some of us, I just need to turn a few times. It's about to. Let's go. Let's go. I'm almost ready right. to go. Number five. I need to get this. Number five. The devil is a detective, and this is important because I know you think you're good. But he's a detective. 1 Peter 5 Be sober-minded. In other words, don't lose your mind. Say, I can't lose my mind now. Don't lose your consistency now. Don't lose your faithfulness now. Don't lose your worship. Now, Bishop, why do you keep giving us these moments in 10 seconds and 5 seconds? Because for some of you, watch me, life has put you in a place to where you have to push yourself out of that place. You have to jump out of that place, and your praise is what gets you out of that place. And I know it doesn't make sense, but the weapons of our welfare are not carnal, which means they're not natural. This thing is spiritual. Say it's spiritual. Talk to me and let us say it's spiritual i know it doesn't make sense to you why i shout like i do but all you got to do is go read second chronicles 20 because when there were enemies coming against king jehoshaphat and judah the bible says and when they began to sing and to praise the lord set ambushes against their enemies watch me they never had to take one sword and for some of y'all what you do on sunday night is about to give you victory for the next seven days i know it seems crazy but we are spiritual people. Let's go. First Peter 5:8. Don't lose your mind. Be watchful. In other words, I'm watching for him. Your adversary. He's not God's adversary. So let me clear up and let me kill all of this. God versus the devil. Good versus evil. I just showed you how Satan is on payroll. So, so there's no, there's not going to be some battle one day in the Valley of Megiddo between God and the enemy. God has no enemies because God has no equals. But Bishop, doesn't Scripture say, "Let God arise and His enemies be scattered"? Talking about our enemies, because when you make yourself my enemy, you make yourself His enemy. So it's a stupid thing to come against. Did you look at somebody say, "Only a fool would come against you"? Only. I'm almost done, Atlanta, but I need some of y'all to recognize the worst thing they could have did was talk about you. The worst thing they could have did is start some with you. The worst thing they could have did is make you their enemy.
0: Because
2: one of his names is Jehovah Saboeth, which means the Lord that okay. It means the Lord that will fight for His people. And I don't know about you, but watch me. Sometimes I just like to know I got somebody in the back fighting for me. I don't know about you. I don't mind fighting, but sometimes I just like to know that somebody else is helping me fight. Be sober-minded. Don't lose your mind. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, he prowls. Say so he's a prowler. So he prowls around like a roaring lion, lion, excuse me. seeking someone to divide. I'm almost done, Atlanta. Listen to me carefully. So he studies you. He knows exactly what needs to happen to push you. He knows what exactly needs to... Have you ever noticed that it's the same thing over? Watch me. Different body, same spirit. It's the same thing over and over and over again. He prowls around. He's like the pink panther. He prowls. He on the prowl. Watch me. He's stalking your Instagram. He's seeing what makes you respond. He's looking at your relationship between your mama to see that all he has to do is let us say something slightly sideways to get you in your emotions. Y'all ain't gonna talk... He's studying what happened as a child. He's studying the words that excites you. He's studying the words that depress you. He's studying you. Watch me. He's not omniscient, so he doesn't know everything. So he has to study you to see what will work against you. And once he finds something that works, he keeps working it. Watch me, over and over again. And for some of you, watch me, October was the last month. Because he's been studying you, and he knew what would work against you. But here you are on a Sunday night. Sunday night fire harvest search interest service tell him the enemy let him that stole steal no longer He studies you he studies he, he studies what gets you emotional He'll make sure what's me. he'll make sure that your algorithm on your social media shows you exactly what's going to depress you Because you feel good about your life until you saw somebody else's Not paying attention to the fact that they had to pose to post which means it's not real anyhow you Y'all ready? He studies you, he studies what works. And think about this, once you find something that works, I, the other day, I don't, I don't, I used to play video games. Anybody used to play video games? Anybody still play video games? Yeah, okay, so, so I, 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 listen, I quit school because of then recess, then I bought the school.
1: Okay. You
2: and so, so, so I don't play games, but so the other day, some was like, uh, play Mortal Kombat. And this is new style Mortal Kombat too. I was like, I do not know these characters. I don't know nothing about these people. But I I got Goro, you know the four the four arms. Y'all look at me. Y'all just said y'all play video games. Now y'all look at me like you don't. So I got goro and then I got Lloyd Ray. So I was like, all I know is back back, forth. Four. And then he goes, and, he go, and, and so and so I was playing the game. And I was playing the game. I like winning. I don't know about you. I am very competitive. I do not like losing. If I see you on the street, but, hey, how you doing? Shalom. Peer. I'm ready to go. I'm going to beat you to this next light. I'm just saying. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm joking about that. But I'm very competitive. I like to win. So we're playing a game. I've never played this game. It's with a PS5. I was like, wow. And then you set the look. I was like, this is really. And then the controller makes noise and it talks. I was like, this is a whole other game system. This is very different than what I was accustomed to. So anyway, I start figuring out this move that works. So, you know what I did? I kept doing it. And they said, you can't keep doing that. I said, who says who? I said, it's working, so I'm going to work it. Everybody look at me. This is the same way the enemy does with you. You need to confuse him. And what worked yesterday, you need to respond totally different today. Because once that move stops working, he's going to be like, I don't even know what to try. Atlanta, we're almost done, but just elbow somebody said you're about to confuse the enemy. you Cause last week you would have cried. This week you're going to walk up and you're going to say, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Last time that happened, you would have lost your cool but this time you kept your composure and you said, nobody's going to move so look at me, look at me. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion. So he studies you to do what? To startle you. Because if he can startle you, listen carefully, he can devour you. If he can startle you, he can devour you. Because when you get startled, you'll do crazy things. Let me prove it to you. If you startle somebody, if you startle somebody, you can be holding all this stuff. Pick up all that. Get, get the bow and arrow. Pick this up. Get your tricks. Get your tricks. Yeah, get, you, get, you, get this here. I'm going to show you something. Let me get this here. Let's get this. No, that might bust. There we go. That's plastic. There we go. Okay. You carry a lot. Too many people's lives depend on you carrying what's in your hands. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Would you help somebody say, you carry way too much. Uh-uh, I, need you, I need you to really say this to your neighbor. Say, what you're carrying is a big deal. You carry way too much. So what happens, watch me, what happens? He studies you to see when you're vulnerable because the goal is to startle you so now you didn't drop everything don't ain't saying nothing to me you dropped everything that was in your hands, you dropped your business, you dropped your family you dropped your peace of mind, you dropped your confidence, and for some of y'all I dropped it in October, but in November oh I'm about to pick it right back up oh my god, would you please touch three people and say you may have dropped it, but you're gonna pick it right back up you dropped your vision, pick it back up you dropped your hopes, pick it back up you dropped it, but I need you to pick it back Atlanta, y'all playing with me, find the most excited person on your road, touch him, say pick it back up, pick it back up you dropped your job search, pick it back up you dropped your prayer life, pick it back up you dropped your worship, pick it back he's seeking Somebody, I'm almost done. He's seeking somebody to devour, which means that ain't everybody. He ain't finna get everybody. Now, we need to do a road check because I'm concerned about some of these roles. I'm concerned about some of these roles. We're gonna do a road check, which means if he ain't gonna get everybody, when he tries you this week, here's your reply you got the wrong one. You ready? Um, that is an urban colloquialism that simply means do not try these tactics against me dear fellow (laughs) Dear fellow, hey pal, don't try that against me (laughs) Because if you try this stuff with me, you're gonna discover this stuff don't work with me Oh, you thought I wasn't gonna come to church. Oh, you got the wrong one. Oh You thought that I wasn't gonna worship you got the wrong one. Oh, you thought that I wasn't going to give Him glory? You got the wrong one. Oh, you think that because my neighbor wasn't going to touch me, I'm going to touch my neighbor? I'm going to touch him until it hurts. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. You got the wrong one. Oh, you thought I wasn't going to be a faithful giver? You got the wrong one. You, you thought that I wasn't going to keep working on my business plan? Yeah, it failed last month, but that was then. This is now. I just got to tweak it. I got to revise it. You got the wrong one. I'm so fresh and so clean. So here's the last part. Let's wrap this up. You ready? Practice. Everybody say you got the wrong one. one. So when depression tries to knock, because for some of you, you have an appointment weekly. You crawl up in your little bed on Tuesday nights and you have your appointment with sad. For some of you, every time you drive past their house, you have your appointment with sadness. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Every time you see certain things pop up, you have put, you got the wrong one. Come on, let's practice, Atlanta. Oh, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. That's good. Watch me. When anxiety tries to get you because you're given a project, you don't think you're qualified. i got this thing tonight. Watch me. When debts try to knock at your door. When generational curses knock at your door. When they try to start something with you to pull you into a street fight. You- y'all got it. Y'all got it. So here's the last thing. Here's the last thing. Here's the last thing. The devil is disarmed and defeated. All right. Now, now you said, okay, but you just, you just told me all these devices that he has. Well, devices doesn't mean that he's not disarmed and defeated. He just needs you to give in to what he's doing because you have to drop this stuff. You have to give it up. And notice there's a huge mess that's left. But now, watch me, many people are spending their lives cleaning up what they dropped because they were startled. But I, but I need you to hear me. Watch me. What he ha- I'm gonna shout myself. I'm telling y'all, I might run right through here. What he hasn't done in years, he'll do in one day. I feel like preaching right through here. You do know that the woman that had the issue of blood, she had that issue because of something. She did. But at at the end of 12 years, 144 months, the Bible says in one day, in one moment, he did what had not been done in 12 years. I need your faith to elevate in this building because I know it's been like this for a long time. I know certain areas of your life have been like this for a long time. But can I just get you to make this declaration say, but in one day, He'll do what he hasn't done in years. So look at Colossians 2.15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. I've said this to you several times tonight, but I need you to get it. Satan can't take anything from you unless you give it up. Because Jesus punked him. The Bible says... Had Satan known what was going to happen when he crucified the Lord, he never would have did it
0: because
2: in his mind, same way with you, he thought, we're going to get Judas to betray him. We're going to get him on this cross, which means he died a Roman death, not a religious death. So he died a political death, which means this isn't just limited to the Hebrews. This is to the empire, which means this thing is not just going to affect those that are believers. This is going to affect the entirety of the nation. This is going to affect believers and unbelievers yes. <laughs> because Jesus died for everybody. Watch me. I'm sorry to let some of y'all know you got to get Jesus out of your located community because he died, watch me, for everybody. I, uh-uh, some of y'all got real too wide right there. He died for even the people you can't stand and you don't like. He died for everybody. But watch, but watch, but watch. So, so Satan thought, I'm going to get him on this cross. They're going to hunger high. They're going to stretch him wide. He's going to bow his head. He's going to die. That's it. It's over. It's over for him. That's what he thought. He thought that you were going to go through that bankruptcy. He thought you were going to go through that divorce. He thought you were going to go through that breakup. He thought you were going to go through that disappointing church experience. He thought thought that you were going to go through that and that was going to be it for you. What he did not realize, watch me, the joke was on him. Because he was being pumped. Let me walk you through it and then we're done. Y'all with me? No, I can do it, done. So, so what ended up happening so when Jesus dies he takes on the sins of humanity previous, present and future. in the scripture can I teach for a moment? Yeah. In the scripture, um, whenever there was something called the Day of Atonement, there was something called Passover, and in these two separate yet distinct feasts, um, there was something called the scapegoat, and the high priest would literally take on the sins of the people, lay their hands on one of the goats, and then that goat would have to be slaughtered because he would take on the sins of the people. It had to be a male goat. It had to be a male goat without spot or blemish, meaning it was perfect. So when Jesus is on the cross, here he is, a male goat. Let's talk. He is a sacrifice without spot or blemish. Watch me. And he had to be slaughtered. Watch me. Because he took on the sins of the world. Can I teach for a moment? So when he dies, he does not die. Watch me. In his divinity. When he dies, he dies taking on your sin, my sin, and the sins of the world. So the Bible says the wages of sin is death. So for three days, watch me, what Satan thought was going to be his end was actually his entrance because when jesus takes on the sins of the world he now has to watch me because he's died as with the sin of humanity on him he now enters into satan's realm let's talk he enters into hell and satan thinks this is going to be it for him what he doesn't realize is Satan, i'm punking you because what you thought was going to kill me gave me access to your atmosphere it gave me access to your realm it gave me access to your domain. So the Bible says, what's fair? If you grew up old school church for three days, the three night he preached the revival. But what happens is that while he's in the domain of Satan, he's collecting some things. Say collecting some things. In Genesis, Adam gave him keys of authority, and this is why Satan had authority up until Jesus to do whatever he wanted to do in the earth. But then, post Jesus, our authority is restored back to us. That's why I tell you all the time: you're a king and a priest; you're the head and not the tail; you're above only and never beneath; you're a line crosser; you're a history maker; you're a boundary breaker. I want you to elbow somebody and say, "You all that and some." You. So when he takes on the sins of humanity and he enters into hell, he gets the keys that Adam gave up in the garden uh, Garden of Eden. He takes those keys back. He restores our authority, but pay attention. Because your scripture says, go back to the scripture. The scripture says that he made a public spectacle disarming them. So then he says, not only am I taking them keys, let me get that up off of you. But watch me, but I'm disarming you, which means you can no longer use those weapons against them. They will no longer be successful unless they allow it. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose. I wish I had a Bible read. You ready? You ready? You ready? So what happens? So what happens? So he takes the keys and he disarms him, and here's what he does. He takes him and he says, listen, I know you thought that what you were doing was gonna kill me, but what you did was give me access to your realm. So I'm gonna need these keys up off of you, and you're disarmed. Watch me, the weapons that you have will no longer be effective against them unless they allow them to be effective. This is why you're like a lion, you're not one. In fact, the Bible says in Isaiah, we will behold him and say, this is him? This is who we've been running from? This is the punk we've been scared of? This is the punk we've been letting test stuff up in our community? This is the punk we've been letting tear our country up? This is the punk we've been letting... You ready? You ready? So then the Bible says, I like Jesus because Jesus is petty. No, he is. Oh, read your Bible. He is very petty. Read your Bible. He's sitting at the table. During the Passover, he leaned back and say, and one of y'all at the table is about to betray me. It's the one that got his hand in the, in the cup the same time as mine. He, said it. That's what he, said. he looked over at John, leaned back and be like, it's this mark right here. Oh, he's very petty. He's very petty. He's very petty. He's, very petty. He's, very, he's, very, he's, very, he's so petty, he let Peter. See, you think Peter was trying to cut the man's ear off. Peter was aiming for his head. The man swooped, he got his ear. Nobody cuts an ear. They cut heads. Jesus is so petty, he's like, stop. Let me put his little ear back on. Jesus is petty. So so watch me. So here's what he does. He says, I got the keys. I've disarmed you. Here's what I'm going to do. You thought this was my end. But what I'm going to do is in your realm, in your domain, I'm going to have a parade showing everybody down here who's king. You missed it. He goes into hell because he dies with your sin on him. But he takes authority over every atmosphere that he steps into. And for some of y'all, let that be revelation to you. Stop letting the atmosphere run you. You got to learn how to run an atmosphere. Stop letting that job run you. You walk on that job as I wish somebody would. We got to go. So he he walks him through. It's a parade. He's like, come on, come on. He walks him through. It's a parade. Put the scripture up. It's a parade. And he's disarming him. And the Bible says he makes a public, put the scripture, thank you, a public spectacle. He says, I want everybody to see that I got the keys back. I want everybody to see that what you meant for evil actually turned against you. Because I'm punking you. I want everybody to see this. I want everybody to see this. Now, pay attention. Say, it gets better." better. When Jesus resurrected, you think just he got it. But the Bible says, when he got up, graves were open. And people were walking around the city. Where do these people come from? Because the Bible says he took captivity captive, which means he took hell. And he said, now everybody that you ever got messed up, everybody you ever got jacked up, everybody you ever pulled into some mess, I'm about to set them free and give them another opportunity. You ready for your shout? Touch your neighbor and say, God's giving you another chance. He's giving you a No Atlanta please touch somebody close to you say God's just giving you another chance I I know it didn't work in October but baby November you got another chance I know it didn't work last year but you got
1: another so so
2: so when Jesus is resurrected Bible says graves are open people are walking around the city and people are like is that so and so so and so dead so and so gone because when he got up, didn't he die? Didn't nobody tell me nothing. Who did the body? Who did Y'all know I'm Everybody got up. You're missing it. When Jesus got up, everybody. When Jesus got up, everybody got up. This you only got two more touch your neighbors, and I know some of y'all are like this I do not want to touch my neighbor no more. But when you see the praise report you have for me by next Sunday, oh, because yeah. oh, everybody up under the sound of my voice and everybody watching, you're about to have a praise report in the next seven days. Would you just touch it one time and say, Let's get up? Get up out of that frustration, get up out of that anger, get up out of that depression, get up out of that negative place. Okay, literally, get up, everybody, literally, everybody, literally, everybody, literally get up. Jesus. First John 3, 8, for this reason, the son of God appeared, was to destroy the works of the devil. Everybody stand with me, in the building, and online. For this reason, to destroy the works of the devil, which means my response is really simple. You got the wrong one. You got the wrong one. How many can be honest um, that the enemy has tried some of the same stuff and if you're honest, there are some areas where you drop some stuff. Wait a minute. You're in a safe place. online. on. There are some areas where you drop what you were working on. I don't know who that is to my left where God says you abandoned a plan. He was about to prosper. But you're about to
1: get right back
2: up father I pray that tonight Holy Ghost be with us strong lock this word in us seal this word in us do not let us leave the same way that we came let our response to the enemy be you got the wrong one let him who stole steal no longer father forgive us for falling for the tricks forgive us for falling for the devices forgive us for falling for his tools and for his tactics and giving up what you gave to us but I pray God that there would be a the Bible says the kingdom suffers violence and violent men and women take it by force I pray that tonight God you would release a spirit of sanctified violence y'all want to talk to me what does that mean it just simply means that we will be in the spirit we will be focused And we will be unwavering, and that our response to the enemy will be, you got the wrong one. Can I get you to lift your hands in the building and online, and just make that declaration. Say, this month, my declaration is, the enemy has the wrong one. Come on, say it with authority. Say, this month, my declaration is, whatever I've given up, I'm taking that back. And I want interest with it. Say, I demand recompense. I demand repayment. I demand resets. I demand restarts. This month, my life is worth living. And the best isn't behind me. It's right here and right now. And it's ahead of me. In Jesus' name, can I just get you to release a praise right there in the building and online? Come on, y'all, we're about to go cry would you what is that that's just a shout that's just a shout whatever I gave up I'm taking it back whatever I released I'm taking it back whatever I forfeited I'm taking it lift your hands so God I prophesy now that within seven days they will bring a praise report when I prophesy you respond you say I received So i prophesy god that everybody under the sound of my voice in the building and online within seven days they will have a praise report i pray god that wherever the enemy was successful in previous months previous days previous years that he would not experience that success from this day forward say i receive that i pray god that we would have one response to every device of the punk See, the enemy hates me, but the truth is I don't like him either. The truth is I can't stand him either. The truth is I get excited about depopulating hell. The truth is I get excited about every victory. The truth is I get excited about everything I overcome because we were created to be more than conquerors. My response is, you got the wrong one. Practice it. Practice it. Practice it. When family drama shows up, when anxiety shows up, when mess shows up, when stress shows up, when the enemy shows up, when they call you with some gossip, when they call you telling you they fired you, when the doctor says something negative. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and the line. Just remain standing with me for just a few more seconds. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, tonight's your night. You're not in this building or online by accident. This is a divine appointment. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, on the count of three in the building, I'm going to ask that you slip your hand up online. I'm going to ask that you do the hand emoji or say it's me. I have online ambassadors watching you right now. On three, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Well, Mr. Foreman, you might have to come down front. Nope. Mr. Foreman, uh, but you don't know my mistakes. You don't know my sins. They don't matter. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. I know a lot of Christians want to make Jesus their own private thing to where nobody else can get in, but the truth is is that when he got up, everybody got up. Somebody say, everybody's included. Say, nobody's excluded. That's important because for some of you, you've let people make you think that you're too messed up for God. You've let people make you think "Well, you keep messing up, well, as long as I keep getting up, he that has begun a good work in me shall completed it until the day of Christ Jesus and I may not be where I want to be but every survivor, every winner every conqueror who can thank God that you're not where you used to be if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, on three, hands up in the building online, do the hand wave your just say to me one, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame one, two, three, And that's you, slip that hand up in the building Slip it up in that building. No guilt. Online, do the hand hey, baby emoji or say it's me. Hallelujah. Harvest, we're a church that celebrates when people come to the Lord. Would you celebrate for a few seconds right there? Everybody pray this prayer with me real quick. Say, Father, thank you for in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Boy, everybody say it. Say, I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall... Or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. I know my assignment this month. I will not be punked again. In Jesus' name, amen. You can open your eyes, look at the screen, you text the word HARVEST to 55498 or scan the QR code. Let us know that you just gave your life to the Lord. Why? I want to get a message in your hand called What Next to show you what to do next. 90% of Christians fall away in two years or less. You know why? Because they don't know what to do next. Let me walk you through that. Some of you are saved but you need a shepherd. Listen, what are we doing in Atlanta? Um, We are here and if you were at our mixer last week, you heard some of my heart you can go online and it's there too uh, listen we are here not because of any other reason except god's divine direction to be here harvest is the hybrid church we started in denver years ago 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation four percent african Americans. so there's not a lot of ethnic and racial diversity and what god has done in and through harvest is nothing short of a miracle and the next chapter of that miracle is right here in this city and we're excited in this area in this region let me say We're excited about it. For some of you, you're you're saved, but you need a shepherd. You need somebody that can speak life into your life. Listen, I know the type of people that are called to be strong ones. Iron sharpens iron. And look at your neighbor. Just say this to him. Just say this to him. Say, You're too strong for a punk pastor. Tell him. You are. You are. You just are. There's, there's too much gift and talent, skill, ability, and strength in you. So I know the people that are connected and calling to harvest. White, black, tall, short, every age, every pedigree, PhDs, GEDs, tatted up, three-piece suits, whatever. Everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. If you know I'm your shepherd, we'd love for you to be a part of the family. All you got to do is text harvest at 55498 or scan the QR code. You can be seated for just a second. Um, tonight, there were communion elements that were on your seat in the seat pocket in front of you. Let's move quickly. If you'll just pull those out, you'll just pull those out. Communion is reserved for believers. That's why we do it after the invitation. Did you get some out of this word tonight? I know if you grew up old school church, you used to first Sunday, especially a bishop and his collar and all of that. I'm in the airport on Sundays. I'm not wearing all that. Not doing the interest services. Y'all will be alright. Amen. Here's the rule at harvest. Just wear some clothes. (laughs) Come just as you are and wants the Lord change your life. Did you hear what I just said? You come just as you are and you wants the Lord change your life. Peel that first layer back and lift it towards heaven. Communion is also known as the Lord's Supper. If you came from a liturgical background, it's known as the Eucharist. It is the blood and body of Jesus. Jesus said, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance. Did we serve the band? Let's get them something to y'all, Oh, y'all good? Y'all good. Okay, they're good. Y'all own it. Praise him. Um, lifted towards heaven. Everybody just lift up. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he lifted up bread, and he broke it. And he says, this is my body that is broken for you. I need you to just think for just a moment that he died from it so you don't have to die from it. Father, as a bishop in your church, transform these elements to your blood and your body that we might receive now. In Jesus' name, you can receive the bread. Peel that next layer back. This is new school church, so we have these value packs. If you were of old school church, the deacons would be in the back, crushing the crackers. Yeah, but they just made in the mm-hmm. And if you were like me as a kid, I used to watch the communion tray come down about to get the big cracker don't judge me it got real judgmental in this room i can't believe that i was a kid don't start nothing <laughs> lifted towards heaven while jesus was sitting right next to his betrayer the measure of your maturity is not what you do in the absence of adversity it's what you do in the face of adversity he's sitting right next to the man that was doing him dirty he holds up a chalice of wine, similar to what's in my hand. He said, this is my blood that's shed for you. Father, I thank you that your blood cleanses us, it renews us, it washes us. On this first Sunday of a brand new month, wash this month clean. Come over here. God, set us free from the bitterness of previous months, from the failures of previous months from the disappointments of previous months. My God, set us free from everything that we brought into this month from previous months. God, wash this month and make this month a new beginning. Make this month a fresh start. And let our name be brought up for your glory. Let favor find us for your glory. Let opportunity open for us for your glory. In Jesus' name, you can receive the juice. my online family. We will send you communion. And all you got to do is scan that QR code. We'll send it to you totally free of charge. For those of you in the building, if you'll pass your elements to the end of your row, and the ambassadors are coming to receive that. Did y'all get some out of this word tonight? Yes. I said, did y'all get some out of this word tonight? Yes. So listen, we will be here next Sunday. What day? Yes. Next Sunday at 6 o'clock. I want to encourage some of you to get involved. So what are we going to do? We're going to do another interest service next week. Next week, I'll tell you what we're going to do after that um, during the holiday time, and I'll tell you, we've got a lot of work to do in the month of December, because December, we, you already heard me talk about toys and outreach and all of that. Uh, we've got an outreach team that's coming. We're gonna have the, we were going to have them come this week. We moved them to come into December. We're going to do lots of outreach to reach the people. Harvest is not a church about just being in the four walls. Uh, we are very passionate about being the community and being a blessing to other people, and so you're needed. I said, you're needed. I said, you're needed. Your gifts, your talents, your skills, your ability. And so there's many serving opportunities. Your next step is called Harvest You. They're gonna just play a quick video, show you some of the serving opportunities right after that. We're gonna seal this experience and then I'll be down front right here. I would love to meet and greet you. They call me the people's business because I love the people that I lead. Um, that is just the truth. I get so much joy. Out of reading your testimonies, your praise reports, praying with you, um, that's just who I am. So if you want a shepherd who doesn't like people but likes crowds, you got the wrong guy. Um, if you want, to, if you're looking for a shepherd who's just in it for some other reason, I literally have given the last 17 years of my life um, to fulfill God's assignment and purpose, and God has been good to me. But I'm excited that the best is yet to come. Here's some serving opportunities. Right after that, um, we're gonna wrap this up. Take a look. We'd love for you to be a
1: part of that,
2: all right? So what's your next step? In our app or online, you just tap uh, serve or get involved or join Harvest, any of those, and it'll work for you. If you have any questions, there'll be ambassadors. Anybody with a badge can walk you through that, show you to do that. You can come down front, we'll do that. There's something we do at Harvest called sow to seal, which means that a word speaks life into our life. We sow into that word to seal. How many of you this word spoke life into your life tonight? Wave at me, wave at me. They're building it online. Our seed tonight, our seed tonight, our seed tonight is 30. We're going to cover every day of this month. Every day of this month. Bishop, what do you mean, so to seal? Where's that at in the Bible? It's in first Samuel chapter 9. When a word spoke directly into their lives, they sealed that word with the seed. And so I never did this until May of 2022. I said, like, God, sow so the seal. And he said, every service, every prayer. I said, everyone. He said, because I'm going to start releasing wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. Let me show you what's happened. Put up Harvest at a glance. Since we started doing this, I want you to see something that's happening. This doesn't include numbers from this year or the end of last year. I want you to look at that bottom right corner. 42 new six and seven figure earners created in that time. I just want you to open up your mouth and say, wealth is attracted to me. And so if you're going to sow that, you can do that. How can you use it? You can use, I'm using text again. That's the way I sowed this morning in Denver. And I'm doing it again right now, covering every day this month. And what is this seed? I'm, I'm just covering the month of November. This is my November seed. I'm believing that every day this month, I'm going to see victory. Every day this month, I'm going to see great things manifest. Especially if I want to do more than 30. Do more than 30, but that's what we're sowing together. You can use the cash app, Sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two, PayPal, Moselle, all that's available. When you got that seed, just say, I got it. Hey, Atlanta, I love y'all, and I I am super excited about what we're about to do. Um, These interest services have been amazing. I wake up at 4 a.m. to be here with you um, on Sunday night, and can we clap it up for our Denver congregation and family that has has offered me up as a sacrifice. No, y'all can do better than that. They have not seen me in person on Sunday since September 24th. Um, but everybody's in place every week. More people getting saved with me not being there. No, I'm so sick. I looked at the report today. I said, more people getting saved with me not being there. I said, this is great. Um, but <laughs> she's from Denver. We're sharing that. See she, she came here from Denver just to tell me that she missed me. <laughs> Miss you too, Sharon. Miss you too. Love you. And uh, but of course then I'm back in Denver on Wednesday. Prayer tomorrow night at seven online. And I'm excited about your life. Smile at somebody and say, I'm excited about your future. Come on, would you stand? We're going home. Would you stand? Or some of y'all to the waffle house. <laughs> would you stand in the building and line? If you're giving to the Lord in the building and online. line. You say, Bishop, I don't have 30. Get as close as you can to it. Bishop, I'm gonna do more than 30. You do that. But everybody so something to seal this word that you've heard. Just say it with me. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I seal the word that I've heard. Lock this in me, God. Let me lock that response in. Every time the enemy tries anything, he got the wrong one. And I believe by faith that all things are working together for my good. No weapon that's formed against me is going to be able to prosper. This is going to be an incredible month. I'm going to break some records this month. My name's about to be brought up. Come on, y'all pray. Say, favor's about to come looking for me. Doors are about to open for me. Come on, make this declaration. Say, I'm going to be closer to God this month. Woo, say that with authority. Say, I'm going to have a better relationship with the Lord this month. In Jesus' name. Everybody excited about your November? I'll know based on your praise right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> the bastards are passing in the building I'll be down front to meet and greet you on your way out, hug two or three people ambassadors will be at the door to make sure they can help you, we want you to get involved I'll see you next Sunday at 6 o'clock in this building bring somebody with you Atlanta, bring somebody with you next Sunday night or invite them to church, I'll see you down front in just a minute, go on the shalom of God we end every service this way love God, love people and love life do it with me y'all love God, love people, and love life. Go on your way. Come on, y'all, take us
1: home. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to 55498. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you, and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our out or online at www.harvestchurch.church give. Remember
0: to love God, love people,
1: and love life.
0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10. That's V I A T O R 10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. <sighs> oh.